Are you struggling to contribute at Trivia Night? Do you find that the subjects of high school tend to cause you fright? Not to worry, we've got a solution of sorts A variety of topics and comedic retorts Your mind's awake, but your body's at ease When you're listening to Topical Breeze Welcome back! <laughs> this is Topical Breeze Topical nobody's favorite podcast where two teachers take turns uh shooting the breeze we we alternate topics and and uh let the conversation take us where it will <laughs> oh and it will andy oh, oh, and oh by the way i'm nathan oh and i'm andy there you go sorry I uh, yeah we forgot to say our names distracted by my own um auctioneer voice how would able to do i hear nathan nathan hundred dollars <laughs> Thanks, Stevie. So, so did the dude with the ponytail, Stevie. <laughs> Stevie, I like your hair, man. I like it long like that. Thanks. That's enough out of you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so mean to Stevie. I, dude, he puts the in the revelations uh, that have come to light about how you treat Stevie. <laughs> how he prefers to be treated. Okay. Let's be real. Not well. Um. So, uh, Nathan. How are you today? I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. It's a gloomy fall day. It is it is not rainy, but cloudy. Yeah. Um we uh makes you just want to curl up inside and record a podcast. Yeah, you that's know? <laughs> makes us want to curl up inside each other and record a podcast. Record a podcast. That's yep. right. Specific yeah, that's what we do when we curl up inside each other. Um so we uh this is an Andy episode today. Andy episode. And if I'm not mistaken, it is a English it's episode. It's an English episode. Or is it? I I don't know, man. You do the you do your own episodes. Yep. I, I just so okay. Is that like a hint as well, to what we're gonna be? It is a hint. Delving um, into this isn't so much uh, uh, the title of the episode, but perhaps um, an appetizer, a teaser trailer, a, a teaser. <coughs> oh, here we go. He set up real straight. Yep. Here we go. Today's episode, unique to those before it, a treat to the ears. What's today's episode about? Uh, uh, podcast haiku, baby. Oh, okay. That was All a right. haiku. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I made that weird thing about is it an English episode is because haiku is famously poetry. <sighs> Japanese. Okay. You it's are also poetry. You can't. So you stupid. can't say that <laughs> and expect me to not say poetry. But man, use your you fucking said haiku is famously. Yeah, but. Earlier, I was like, or oh, is it an English episode? I feel like you don't listen to me anymore. I thought that meant topically, not language-wise. Oh, yeah, no, it's about yeah, language-wise. Yeah, All right, okay. so Nathan, what do you know about haiku? All right, what I know about haiku, you got 575. Five. What does that mean? That means, so haiku has three lines. It's a poetry. It's a form of poetry. Okay. The first line of the haiku has five syllables. The second line has seven syllables. The third line has five syllables okay and sometimes like a full haiku has like several stanzas of that form okay yeah so um we will we will discuss and it's japanese and it is japanese in origin uh anything else about haiku uh, comes to mind i feel like nature comes to mind okay so yeah 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 you've really hit the nail on the head here um, what can i say i know my haikus all right <laughs> thanks stevie <laughs> um <laughs> um so uh, a haiku, as like it is commonly, that's what you say to your friend Koo when you see him. Haiku. 
<laughs> hey, what's up? That's cool. Um, <laughs> um, or how you welcome a revolution to your country. Oh, yeah, exactly. Haiku. Haiku. Good um, to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, haiku uh, in, like, English in America, like, as we understand it, it's it's a poem in three lines, so it's, like, three phrases um, with syllables alternating 575 for a total of 17. I so never back thought to about it that way. So yeah, so back to the original thing that I said. Today's episode, that's 5. Unique to those before it, that's 7. A treat to the ears, that's 5. A treat to the ears. There's going to be a lot of counting. Checks out. Okay. Going to be a lot of counting in this episode. Let me get my calculator. Yeah, let me <laughs> Yeah, that big ass calculator that your parents <laughs> had that had like a receipt thing on it Yeah. and they like click 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 click. Shit, I did my checks wrong or something. Oh, I, I did know. my checks wrong. I, honestly, I hate it when I do my checks <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Man, the Nike swoosh comes back to bite me. <laughs> so um, that what we understand to be a haiku is actually, I mean, like all things American, a bastardization. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so uh, we're going to talk a lot today about the origins of haiku, um, some of the most famous haiku uh, haikus, oh, famous haiku. Yeah, and then uh, and then we'll we'll really dive into the structure because there's a lot to this that I really didn't understand. So when when I like, you know that game that like I don't know, it's not really yeah, a game. Family Feud. Okay, <laughs> but like you know when you're trying to write a haiku and the main thing that you focus on is the five seven five, right? Right, on but your fingers, you're counting. There's this certain vibe of a haiku that. You're like, oh shit, like that's a real haiku. So like kind of what you said, like about the nature. Okay. Or like these weird broken phrases. Like I can say sentences that have five syllables, seven syllables, and then five syllables, but that doesn't sound like poetry, right? So like what makes it well, poetry? Well to you it doesn't. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so uh I went to the store. I bought lots of mac and cheese. <laughs> then I ate it. Yay? I went to the store. I bought lots of mac and cheese, then I ate it. Yay. Nothing so, sounds sweeter to <laughs> me. <laughs> Put me up there next to Basho. I'm the haiku master. <laughs> um, we'll talk about Basho. Okay, later. I was going to say, I don't know who that is. Uh, you will. So traditionally speaking, uh, a haiku has more parts to it than just the 575. Five. Um, oh, it has a title? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, traditionally speaking, a haiku is three phrases that include the following. A kareji, kireji. And that is? It is Japanese for a cutting word. I will explain what that means in a okay. moment. I will explain what it means. The second thing that it must include is 17 on. Instead of 17 syllables, it is 17 on, um, which are just okay. phonetic units. They're not the same as syllables. I'll describe that in a second. Still arranged in the 575 pattern. Okay. And the third thing that a haiku must include is a kigo which is a seasonal reference. So we're oh. talking about So let me break that down a little bit further. So when I say traditionally, what I'm referring to is the traditional Japanese form of the poem. Um, so haiku kind of originated. Um, yeah, give us a year. Yeah, so it poems of this kind of form. We're talking uh, 1,200. Earlier than that. Uh, so 700. 
uh, uh, very close. Dang. So haiku actually began as starting stanzas to larger poems called renga. Oh, um, so like, what you were like ta- a set the tone kind of deal. Exactly that. So renga poems were what you were trying to describe earlier with like repeating five seven five stanzas. Okay. Those are called renga poems. Um, they told stories and all this stuff, and they follow that same sila- syllabic structure, the five seven five. Um, these poems at the start of the the stanzas at the at the start of the poem were called hoku. Um, and they set the tone for the rest of the poem. Renga poems were around as early as the 600. They became part of like this literary art form in like the 12 or 1300s. They really hit the mainstream in the 1500s. And then haiku um, kind of started to stand on its own as its own poem in the mm. 1600s. As Renga became a literary form, the haku, the first stanza, in setting the tone, when were strong enough to be their own poems. When you say a literary form... Do you mean more like a, I don't know, like a, like an essay or a writing or something? An art or? to be celebrated rather than just the ramblings of some dude with a piece of paper. Oh, okay. So, so like an accepted yeah, art um, sort of thing. Exactly. Uh, so when it was really popular, when it started to get popular in like the 1500s, 1400s, they were typically composed live by several Yo. poets working together, like a rap battle. It's fucking rad. It's um, like those people that like they build the beat live and they're like yeah. hit the keyboard and then they're like There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so okay, so I used a bunch of words earlier. Let me kind of describe what these mean. Please. So the cutting word, the karegi. Yeah. Uh karegi oh, I'm sorry, karegi. Sorry, that should be a J. Um cutting board. A cutting word it it has no direct English equivalent. So the idea is that this word separates phrases into two distinct groups, um, and it creates uh, a forced juxtaposition, and it kind of helps create structure. In English, we use commas or dashes or okay. ellipses. So we might say a thing and then put a comma or a dash, and then the next two like phrases... to separate a thought? Yeah, so maybe the first line, the first phrase is to set the tone of just the, the haiku, to kind of set the setting. That's wasted one third of the haiku! It's not a waste, it's setting the tone, setting the setting, and then... Then you only got... Math. Twelve left! <laughs> That's, thanks, Nathan. You're, you're good at math. Um, so, um, I'll give you... A, An I'll, example? Yeah. Por, por favor. So in the haiku that I wrote to start the episode, I said today's episode, and then I put a dash, and then the next two lines are details about that episode. So today's episode dash unique to those before it, a treat to the ears. Oh, okay. So that's the idea. So normally in a correct, I went to the store dash. No, I <laughs> bought- <laughs> God damn it. I bought lots of mac and cheese. Then I ate it. Right. And then I'll say snow because we have to throw in a seasonal reference. Fuck you. (laughs) Snow. Then I ate it. Snow. (laughs) Um, So I'll I'll point out where these kareji pop up. But essentially, it's like setting the scene and then a kareji and then everything else. Okay. Um, Wait. Setting a scene, then a kareji? Uh, the kareji is the, the cutting is setting the scene. Oh, the the kareji is cu- the cutting. Yes. The the, the slash. So the where dash. we would yes. Yeah, so where we would. So it's not necessarily a word. It can no, be it a, is a word. In Japanese, oh, it's a word. What? They have words for this. They have filler words called kareji. Okay. We don't have those words in English. We so, we use punctuation. But if we're writing an English haiku, it doesn't have to be a word. Exactly. It can just be exactly. A, got it. Okay. So in that English, does, does that that does that count towards your it towards does. your syllables? It does. Yeah, it's usually one syllable. Um, 
In in oh, Japanese, what? it does. Okay. Okay. So speaking of syllables, the on, um, it's similar to a syllable, but it's more nuanced. It, it builds the meter, um, kind of like the way it's read. One on in Japanese is counted for a short syllable, two for an elongated vowel or a double consonant, and one for an n at the end of a syllable. So let me break that down. This is um, so wild. Some, sometimes it's the exact same as a syllable. Okay. Um, so hat. Hat would be both one syllable and one own. Okay. It's one. Sure. one um, but for an elongated vowel, these actually occur in a lot of East Asian and Polynesian languages. Um, the state Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Anglicized, we say Hawaii. That's but it's Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah, right. That's a, and they uh, in Hawaiian they actually put a a break there, a glottal right. stop. Yeah, um, we lose it in English, but that would have been. I mean, the same there's thing. an apostrophe there between exactly. the eyes. Yeah. but that apostrophe is there to accentuate the fact that there are two right two sounds there. there. Yeah, so own is not unique to Japanese. Um, so Hawaii uh-huh. would would be more kind of that would be two own at the end e e um, or a double consonant similar. Um, or I like this one, one for the N at the end of a syllable. So the word own uh-huh. is one syllable in English. It is two oh, own because no. it is on, on, because it is it's a vocalized yeah. N, right? It goes through the nose. Mm. Um, then you got so many fewer sounds to play with in your haiku. Right. Um, so the word, there's a Japanese word um, called haibun. Um, that is two syllables in English, haibun. In it, Japanese, is it, three? it is four. On. Ha-i-bun. Ha-i-bun. Okay. So that you would got count the double vowel there on the, on yep. the hai. You have the ha-i-bun. H-a-i-b-u-n. Right. So the double vowel counts for two, bu counts for one, and the n at the end. Becomes That's vocalized. almost a whole line. That is almost a whole line. Um, then you can say hat after that. <laughs> ha-i-bun hat. <laughs> Um, here's an example. Um, so a lot of the poems that we're going to look at today, it just so happens that the own have the exact same number of syllables. Like it, it's 17 and 17. Uh-huh. Like if you were to read the Japanese, the way that it matches up syllable-wise with English is the exact same as you would expect it to. Um, I'm giving an example here of one where there are 17 own, but only uh, 16 syllables. Okay. Uh, 17 syllables, actually. Uh, 15, sorry. So the poem I'm about to give you has 15 syllables, but 17 on. Right. This is a poem by uh, the master Issa. Issa is probably, is probably more. Who, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, he's one of the four haiku masters. Oh. Um, yeah, this, which is a dope are title. We, are we going <laughs> to? Can we? <laughs> yeah, there's going to be six after this friggin' episode. Oh you and me, baby. God. Okay. Um, All right. This poem's called Of Edo's Rain. Oh, Edo. Yep. Of Edo's Rain. How many mouthful did you drink, Kaku? So, <laughs> can, you, can you read that one more time for me? Of Edo's rain, or break. rather, the rain of Edo. Break. Break. Uh, actually, the break is not here. Well, okay, um, go ahead. Of Edo's rain, how many mouthful did you drink, Kaku? Uh, so the break here is in the second line, um, non. Um, huh? So. So I'm going to read the Japanese now. Okay. So count these syllables for me. I'm going to go in order. I'll try. The first line, Ido no ame. How many is that? Five. So that means of Ido's rain. Okay. This next one, Nan goku nonda. 
I got five. Right. There should be seven, right? Here's right. why. Na, Na mm, mm. go, ku, uh-huh. no, m, mm, da. Is that an N in the middle? Yes. So it's N A N. N A N. Nan. That counts for two. Uh-huh. Nan. Go ku. That's normal. Right. Two syllables. Two two on. And then nonda is two syllables in English, but, but in Japanese it's it would three. be nonda. Because you have the N in the middle. Yep. And then the last line is hototogisu. Checks out. Right. So the first and the third line have the same number of syllables as they do on. The middle line has seven on, but only five syllables. So this is where it's a little bit more nuanced than just syllable. Uh-huh. But we don't have a way to talk about that in English. The Haiku Society of America recognizes that contemporary English haiku can be written with around 12 syllables. Excuse me? As the duration of these... Pardon poems, me? <laughs> the duration of these poems when spoken is closer to the originally intended... 17 on so they kind of duration so when you say it out loud time wise yeah when you say it out loud or word wise if you say it out loud uh 12 syllables is about 17 on because in english we tend to glide past those ends or those double vowels or double Uh consonants or uh things like that um so when evaluating the haiku of the year they consider poems that have fewer than 17 syllables i have a question yep is does every line have to be like a like a composed thing or if i am in the middle line and i need like eight syllables to finish that thought can i can i move a word down um, to the next line you you can um that's going to that factor into upon? Uh, so let I me i wouldn't win the haiku of the year let me i'm going to give you a couple of the uh, best haiku these are the haiku that won the Harold G Henderson Memorial Award <laughs> from the Haiku Society of America um the first place winner is um, Allison Wolpert from California. Props. Har- Harvest Festival. Five. Jars okay. of Fig Jam. Four. Full of Galaxies. So huh? do you see... So again, uh, they ca- they are considering poems that have fewer than 17 syllables because it fits the m- more traditionally in with the... Um, duration so, of the original. So what I'm hearing, or what I understand, is that as long as it sounds like, oh, <laughs> short, kind of long, short, it's you could call it a haiku. It has a lot more to do with the subject matter than the structure. Um, so we, in English, like we're raised to think about, or taught to think, not raised with. I, uh, snowy day. Snowy Lots day. of snow on the ground. I'll go outside. That is more accurate to what a haiku should be, yeah. I swear I to God. went to the store. No. <laughs> so here's the next one. And this is kind of, this is going to answer your question. Knights drawing in and then a dash. Wondering how dad is in his patch of earth. Is his patch of earth? What's the last line? In his patch of earth. In his patch of so earth. So it's not a standalone phrase. Right. Um so yeah, you can kind of you okay. can kind of mess with it a little bit. Okay. Um here's an honorable mention um from this says this is called September Twilight. Uh-huh. September Twilight dash a honeybee's slow descent into goldenrod. Yeah, I see why it was just an honorable mention. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of these are using a dash or an ellipsis in place of that typical cutting word the kareji. Um, right. Okay, so that's on um on. there's also some more um characteristics set up by the haiku society of america 
Um, so this is the main. How does focus. one get into the Haiku Society of America? <laughs> you l- lower your expectations, <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> all right, so. Um, here's what's interesting. The 575 pattern is considered an additional trait associated with English language haiku by the society. They they really like that's not the main thing. So they're not they're not make or break with no. the um, with the syllables. Yep. So little and, and and another additional trait, little or no punctuation or capitalization, except that cuts are sometimes marked with dashes or ellipses. All right. So here is what they consider to be part of a haiku. A focus on nature or the seasons. Got it. A division into two asymmetrical sections that juxtaposes two subjects, like something natural and something human-made, or two unexpectedly right. similar I things. I went to the store. Snow. No, like, ah, <laughs> uh, you, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> so, Harvest Festival. Right. Jars of Fig and Jam the full thing. of galaxies. Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different one. Yeah, Harvest Festival, Jars of Fig Jam full of galaxies. And then, uh, and then galaxies. a metaphor for galaxies in the... Actually, it's not a metaphor. Okay, because sorry. a metaphor is specific. This is that I yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, in the typical characteristics, it says avoidance of metaphors. Sorry, simile. a comparison. A comparison is encouraged. A metaphor and simile is discouraged. Um, a contemplative or wistful tone and an impressionistic brevity. So it needs to be brief mm-hmm. but wistful. Non-rhyming lines. No superfluous words like yay. What is that? Okay. What what is what is what makes yay superfluous? Because it doesn't add anything. I think it does. <laughs> it shows my emotion and my my feeling here's, after I have eaten the mac yeah, and cheese. Here's one you're not gonna like: an emphasis on imagery over exposition. So when you said I went to the store, that's, that's exposition. great exposition. Uh, no, they don't want that. What, oh, so they want what? Imagery. Okay. Um, to the uh, store no, I no, went. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's an image. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Me in the store. <laughs> Picture this. I went to the store. <laughs> um, Lots of aisles in the store. <laughs> you yeah, were throwing syllables out the fucking window. Uh, yeah, you said we could. Um, they also say to avoid a telegram style syntax. What does that mean? It means that they don't this, want this. This stop. Yes. Blah 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 blah. Stop. They right. want it, they want it to flow and be connected. They want it to flow, but they want it to be brief, but they want it to be wistful, but that yeah. So it's a lot. In the store, here I am. The w- warmer, warmer. Mac and cheese, where is it? <laughs> oh, found it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> We're good at this. <laughs> um, okay. So this Haiku Society of America, here I come. <laughs> Storm in the castle. <laughs> um, they can't s- keep us all out if we try to <laughs> <laughs> join at once. A coup of the haiku society. <laughs> um, so the last piece here, so we did Kareji and Own. The last piece here is called Akigo. Seasonal. It's just the seasonal reference. The so snow. It yeah. sounds simple enough, right? Just a reference to the season. There are actually pre, in Japanese, there were predetermined list of these words. No, there's not. I swear to God. They were like dictionaries. They were called Saijiki. And they would list all of the kigo that were appropriate to use and for what specific part of specific season. So they didn't just break huh. it down into the each season. They broke it down into early, middle, and late of oh. each season. And this is interesting. they split it into different categories. So kigo would fall under either the season itself, so just the word for the season, okay. the sky and the heavens. So what does the sky look like during this time oh. of year? So a lot of stuff with the moon or the clouds Foliage. or things like that. No, that's under the next category, which is 
the earth. Right. That'd be harvest, foliage, that yes, kind of stuff. Exactly. Flowers. Flowers. Actually, no. Snow. Flowers. Flowers is later. What does snow count as? Is that sky or earth? That would be probably earth. Mm-hmm. Um, humanity is the fourth one. So what are humans? Sweaters. Uh, um. <laughs> so actually, there was one that was swimming pools. There was a word for spring depression. The Japanese have a word huh. for spring depression that falls under humanity. Um, observances. So what major holidays? Christmas. Yep. Flag Day. Flag Day. Um, they do have, in modern haiku and contemporary haiku, they have a kigo that... Do um, they still have these dictionaries I can they do. get with seasonal words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're called saijiki. Pumpkin. Yeah. The in contem- Easter bunny. In contemporary haiku. Uh, New they, Year's Eve. They have an observance for the day the A-bomb dropped. So that's that's oh. a specific kigo. Um, and then the last two are animals and plants. So some animals, uh, yeah. like cicada rabbits. or... Yeah, rabbits. Moose. Probably not. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have moose in Japan. Oh, you don't... You, it, it, oh, winter, no moose winter. in Japan, eh? <laughs> winter moose. That's the whole thing. All right. And then plants would be the last what one. What kind of animals do they even have in Japan? They got squirrels? Oh, oh we're going to get into that. Squirrels. They have a lot of deer, um, bugs, uh-huh. um, stuff uh, like that. Okay, of course they so have yeah. bugs. So then seasons were also split further into early, middle, and late. I already said that. Uh, so, for example, a reference to a cicada, semi, would be a late summer animal kigo. Mm, so that refers to the late summer. Specific. And it is one of the animal kigo. Whereas a reference to an iris, Japanese word being ayame, would be a, an early summer plant kigo. So mm. depending on whether you Can are, you use multiple kigos? No. Unless oh. they unless they fit into the same if they line up in the they same line up. like season. Yeah, but you would not use a cicada the cicada kigo in the same poem that you would use the iris kigo because right. they do not, not refer the to the same, same kind of year time of the year yeah um some kigo are for the whole season so the ya- whole, oh the whole season okay yeah so yamawarau yamawarau uh direct translation is laughing mountain uh-huh. uh, refers to a mountain covered in flower buds okay um, getting drunk outside is summer <laughs> right so the Yamawarau is an earth key go that refers to the whole of spring, not just early, middle, or late. Getting drunk outside um, uh, is a year-round key go. Well, yep, it's yeah. a year-round humanity <laughs> key go. <laughs> yeah. Getting high, interestingly enough, uh, falls under both plants and the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> Um, generally speaking, haiku are about nature, and depending on what kigo is used, the emphasis can change. So some kigo are used specifically to appreciate the beauty of nature. Right. Some are used to e- emphasize the passage of time. Some are emphasized. Uh, some emphasize our place in the world. Right. All depends right. on what your goal with the haiku is. Uh-huh. Um, but it must be about nature in some way, and usually the kigo that you use tells the reader when during the year you wrote that haiku. Oh yeah. Any questions so far? So in my um, mac and cheese haiku, right? Uh, the best key go I think to use. I think I'm thinking I should go middle to late fall. Uh, right. What are some good key goes I could use for that? So I have a reference pulled up. Uh, you want middle to late fall? Yeah. Um. Ooh, there's one for bonfires. Okay, mac and cheese around the bon. Okay, okay, so. So in English, we would just use the word bonfire right. here. The Japanese word is mukaebi. Right. I'm not planning to write my mac and cheese haiku in Japanese. Right. That would be. I don't think it would. Well, you can. That would be nuts. <laughs> um, ooh, ooh, no, 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 no. This I'm gonna do that for our Twitter this week. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> write it in Japanese. Yeah. Just um, post it out there. Something that I learned doing this is that Google Translate fucking sucks at translating Japanese. Uh, Terrible. Yeah. Um. 
So uh, you can use peaches, apples, grapes. All those would be plants. Uh, entire well, autumn. Well, those kind of fit in with the mac and cheese theme. I don't need fruit. So. <laughs> <laughs> mac and cheese only, please. Mac and cheese only. Um, I'm surprised chili isn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised the <laughs> Japanese don't have a word for ancho chili. That's weird. <laughs> they got one for cayenne pepper. <laughs> um, How about football? Fo- <laughs> That's the definition fall. of without football. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into some haiku, huh? Uh, yes, please, Andy. Okay, so like I said earlier, haiku began to stand on its own in the 1600s with. Matsuo, Bo- uh, sorry, Matsuo Basho. That is his name, Matsuo Basho. Big fan of Basho. One of the four great haiku masters. Um, Gets me every shot. Shut time. up, man. Um, and he lived from 1644 to 1694. Did each of them specialize in a different season? Because that would be fantastic. No, uh, but, but the different masters had different strengths. Of course. So Matsuo Basho was like perfect... Um, in describing the change of season um a lot of his work deals with him like walking trails and seeing how things are different or the same and his place in nature yeah um another guy Issa, is very impressionistic um he talks a lot about emotion in his haiku which is so he Issa's really good at connecting the human side of life to the natural side of life yeah um matsuo basho was much more just kind of um Hanging out around nature, you know. Yeah. Describing. So it. this is considered to be the most popular haiku. Okay. This is called Old Pond or Ancient Pond, depending on the translation. Love it. Uh, 1686. Old Pond, frog leaps in, water's sound. Water's sound. So he's just writing in the sound effects? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he wrote it italicized <laughs> because it's a stage direction. <laughs> um, so in Japanese, count these. Own so we one. have we have what we have old ancient old pond frog jumps in frog leaps in frog leaps in waters sound. That's it. Okay. So this is so classic. It is you, the setting, and then the cutting word is at the end of the first phrase. Mm-hmm. So he sets it up old pond, and then his experience at this old pond. He hears the frog leap in and this water's sound. So it's nature interacting with itself, the the noises, the everything like that. So the kareji, the cutting word mm-hmm. in Japanese here is ya. ya. It literally means nothing. <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> So yeah, let me read that the way you said it. I'll read this first line. Furuike ya. <laughs> Thank you, Stevie. Arigato, Stevie. Uh, <laughs> um So uh, count these own for me. The first phrase is... Oh, hold on. I'm counting own or syllables? Own. Okay. Furu ike ya. Five own and five syllables. Okay, yeah. Kawaza. Uh, I'm sorry. Kawazu. Kawazu, that's three. Tobi. Tobi. Komu. Komu, seven. So that's the middle line. Okay. The last line, mizu. Mizu. No. No. Oto. Oto. Five. Same syllables as own. Oh, okay. Um, Classic. So this the, guy knows what he's doing. So furu ike ya, that means old pond, and then ya Break. means nothing. So it's just like furu ike ya, it kind of like giving the reader time to let that scene set for them. Okay. But we still don't know what time of year it is. The next True. phrase, kawazu tobi komu, 
Kawazu is just the word frog. Okay. But because of the cultural implication of the word Kawazu and frog, it actually hits us with all spring. So this is a kigo that means all spring. Okay. Oh, so you get additional meaning into the haiku because of exactly. the words you are using defined by their textbook exactly. definition tells you when this is happening. Exactly. So by using the word frog, okay. he's able to paint this picture of it being all spring. Right. In the same way that I said- When I use the word football, we know it's fall. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was going <laughs> to say pumpkin, but football makes more sense. Yeah. Pumpkin um, spice latte. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I get a lot from that. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Middle class white girl in fall. There's a lot going on. <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. yeah. Um. Tobi komu means leaps in, and then mizu no oto uh, means the sound of water. Um, mizu no oto. Yeah. So, sound of water is, is kind of the the idea there. So, okay. um, that is the most famous. Basho's poems, not a fan. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> master haiku, I don't think yeah, so. Master my ass. <laughs> um... So Isa, who I've already talked about, right. he I really like his haikus. Um, here's one of Isa's poems. So he came uh, actually uh, about 50 to 100 years after Basho. He's in like 1700s. Okay. Um, here are some of Isa's poems. So we've already read uh, Ito's Reign. I got in that front was of Isa? Yeah, that was Isa. Okay. Um, here's one. It's called World of Dew. Isa is known for being very emotional. So this is World of Dew. This dewdrop world... Is a dewdrop is a dewdrop world. How profound! And yet, and yet. So this is this is the That's whole the whole thing. Uh, this dewdrop world is a dewdrop world, and yet, and yet. Mac and cheese is mac and cheese. Yummy, yummy. Yep. <laughs> so thanks for making a joke out of it. This was written after the death of his second child. Uh, <laughs> Cheers, Isa. Yeah. So Isa, I'll pour one out for your boy. When I say the death of his second child, what I should say is the second death of a child. Um, both of his children up. He had three children. This is written after the death of his second child. Um, this is uh, really really sad. So in Japanese, it's tsuyu no yawa, uh, tsuyu no yowa, tsuyu no yo nagara, sari nagara. So. Beautiful. Yet and yet is actually separated in the original poem. Um, this was written after the death of his second child. Tsuyu, in this case, means several things. So that is actually the key go. Tsuyu. Um, and that was, uh, what, the do something? Yeah. So it pops up in, in the first and second phrase. Um, tsuyu means rainy season of okay. midsummer. So this is referring to midsummer. Okay. But it also is the word that they use for do. So mm. tsuyu refers to both the rainy season of midsummer, so we have a time. A it double refers, entendre. It means do, and it has a cultural implication of sadness and fragility. Wow. So um, he's talking about this world of do and how fleeting and how fragile and everything's just hanging on by mm. a drop. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The dude had a rough life. Uh, he had a bunch of trouble with his parents, and then after this poem was written, his third child also died. And then his wife died. Jesus Christ, Isa. Yeah. So um, so after the death of all three of his children and the death of his wife, he wrote this. Outliving them, outliving them all. <gasps> ah, the cold. <laughs> um, again, Christ. cold. Yeah, emotion yeah. for sure. I get it. Cold, uh, 
The Japanese word is samusa. That's the kigo here. It refers to both the season and the feeling. Cold. Um, yeah. Right. So cold is just, I mean, obviously referring to winter, but in this case, particularly The winter cold. inside of him. Exactly. So uh, Isa was really good at connecting haiku. Got to uh, be honest, I just got to put this out there. We keep saying Isa. I'm thinking Yzma from Emperor's New Game <laughs> all the time. It's the only thing that pops into Tell my mind. Tell us where the talking llama went. Wrong llama! Nice. Sorry. You want to give me a cronk? Hit me with a cronk. Isma. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, um, so Isa was kind of a master of using a haiku to connect the human experience to the natural world and kind of drawing parallels between the current season and the state of things and how he was feeling. Right. We just call it seasonal depression, but he was obviously more eloquent. He had a little bit, yeah, a little bit better. Yep. Um... What's the word? Brain. He had a better brain. A better brain. Sure, we'll go with yeah. that. Um, Articulation for his. Oh yeah, he was quite points, articulate. Yeah. Um, he was also really funny. Um, oh yeah. So joke haikus coming jo- in. Yeah, here's a joke haiku. This is called New Year's Morning. Okay. <clears throat> New Year's Morning. Everything is in blossom. I feel about average. <laughs> Oh, I'm tweeting that. These, I'm going to tweet that. That's he's hilarious. He's full of these. Um, so here's another one he wrote about the mountain cuckoo. Um, what? Okay. Keep it's saying, a bird. Okay. Uh, it's it a sounds bird. like cuckoo. So. It's a cuckoo bird, yeah. Okay. No doubt about it. The mountain cuckoo is a crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> no. To translate, damn, this bird is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch. Um, he also wrote an inspiring haiku. This is called O Snail. <laughs> Please. Oh snail, gradually climb the mountain of Fuji. What well, that is inspiring. So that that is a very direct translation. This poem actually pops up in um um JD Salinger's nineteen sixty one novel Franny and Zoe. Did you I'm know not that? familiar with that one. No, JD Salinger Everyone thinks he only wrote one book. Right. Uh, but he did not. Catcher in the Rye? Yeah, he wrote Okay, I, was, I had to make sure. Um, so in that that translation, translated by R.H. Blythe, appears as this. Oh, snail, climb Mount Fuji, but slowly, slowly. That <laughs> That is not... I, what I, you had is the more accurate translation? Is that what well, you're saying? Well, I don't fucking speak Japanese, so right. I'm not going to say that. But I was looking... The phrases, as it's split up, is katatsumuri, which is oh, snail... <laughs> <laughs> the oh next phrase snail, the oh snail <laughs> why don't you climb mount fuji <laughs> oh japan snail oh japan snail are we writing haiku right now <laughs> oh japan snail fuck, that's only four snail snail there's an in there <laughs> yeah. we're going off the own yeah fuck own doesn't even matter um so um uh, sorry. So yeah, the, the original. Yeah. So katatsumuri is O snail. The next line is soro soro nobore, which means gradually climb. Okay. And then the last line is that would be the slowly, slowly part from the, right. the other translation. That and you then said. the next line is Fuji no Yama, which translates directly to mountain Mount, of Fuji. Yeah, Mount Fuji. Um. Right. So um, that's I I like my. So take that, better. J.D. Salinger. You know, freaking moron um go write another book that gets some guy murdered yeah <laughs> yeah thanks jd Sandra, for killing john lennon um 
another another one from Isa. Um, Trusting the Buddha, good and bad, I bid farewell mm-hmm. to the departing year. So he wrote this when he was oh, when he was penniless. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so he's like, hey, trust, you know, big ups to the man upstairs. <laughs> Fuck 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another one. Everything I touch with tenderness, alas, pricks like a bramble. Oh. Um, similar to to Mrs. Turner, of course, in the Fairly Odd Parents, where everything I touch dies. Right. In the plant episode. Yeah. Yep. Opposite Midas. Um, so he Issa wrote this big long book called The Spring of My Life. Um, Are they all just haikus? It's an autobiographical account of his life in the form of prose and haiku. Whoa. Yeah. So it and a lot of it is like this emotional kind of where he's at and his response to it and then the reflection of that in the natural world. Like Dang. I I could read these all friggin' say, day. This is I, no no disrespect to my man Basho, but yeah. Basho ain't got shit on Issa. Yeah. Now Basho came first. Basho walked so Issa could run. Basho's Wilt Chamberlain. Issa's Michael Jordan. Is there a LeBron James to come? I honestly don't remember the names of the other two. Okay, so there is not. <laughs> At least in my mind, no. <laughs> um, Take that, you other two. Um, I'm gonna read uh, another two of the. Um, poems from the Haiku Society of America. Um, uh, earlier, I I read the second place. That was by Sean O'Connor. He's from Ireland. That's well, Night's Drawing. I'm in. not gonna. I'm not. No. Oh well, just to give you know credit where it's due. And then the no, you know what I wanted to do, right? <laughs> Sean O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's about his dead dad. So thanks for okay. doing that. <laughs> Maybe we'll cut that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Leave it in. Stevie, if you take Stevie, that out. Stevie, look listen to what he does to you. Look at what he does to you. Stevie, take I'll give that you a out raise. for me. Take that out for me. No, 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 no. Put Come that on, away, man. Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> um and then the one called September Twilight was Julie Bloss Kelsey in uh, From Maryland. California. Maryland. Oh. No, the California was California the was first place, yep. Harvest Festival. Uh I'm gonna read you the two that tied for third place. Okay. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was a haiku for a second. Sorry. Sorry, I had to burp. <laughs> Sorry, had to burp. Flatulence leaving. I bought lots of mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Bonfire <laughs> dinner. Man, we're about to have ourselves the fifth master haiku. <laughs> um, all right, so this first, well, it says third place tie, but this one's listed first, so I'm going to read it first. It's by Lorraine Padden from California. Um, empty vase, the last of the baby's breath. Oh. There's actually that I read it like there was a break. There's no. It is just one phrase. That's, it's is not that the whole thing? And it's all one line. It's not even separated into three. So it just says, "Empty vase, the last of the baby's." That's breath. That's only ten syllables total. Empty vase, the last of the baby's breath. Yeah. Well, maybe and that's why it's only third place. <laughs> they say they recognize ten to fourteen syllables. <sighs> okay. Obviously, baby's breath referring to the, the, the flower. What? Baby's breath is a flower. I That's why there's an empty vase. Oh, I didn't know that. Come on, man. I what thought it was... It? Well, well, me not knowing that, I read this as like... A baby's dead. A, a dead baby. Yeah. Like the vase being this... Like the the empty lungs, I don't know, like okay. like, like this empty shell of humanity, I don't know. So that's you're giving dark. too much credit, Andy. No, well, no, I didn't give it enough credit because it's third place. 
Um, and then uh, another one. This is called Autumn Pond. Ooh, kind of ripping off. Basho. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, no Issa. No, no Basho. Basho. Wrote, Sorry. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Scott, Basho. Scott Mason from New York. Uh, I'm going to read this in a New York accent. <clears throat> As it's intended to be read. Autumn Pond, spending just us time with my thoughts. <laughs> Hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Mets. <laughs> oh, yeah, Autumn Pond, spending just us time with my thoughts. I, I, not to disrespect these people, but I feel like I feel like I could write. I'm, I'm not going to say no, this. No, no, no. Say it. I feel like I could write better haiku than that. Okay, great. Because the next thing I have on my list is, Nathan, I would like you to write a haiku. I already did. Using a kigo and including the word butthole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, do you want to do it for the current season? Um, No, for butthole, I think I want... Uh, oh, I want a spring. Okay. Um... So so walk me through your process. So butthole, my first thought is I'm going to wipe my butthole clean like the slate of the new spring. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, so the Japanese have a word suncho, which means the pleasant tides of spring. Um, I want like early spring. Oh, yo. Yukima, patch of ground without snow. <gasps> yes. Okay. Um, so you could say like snowless ground, snowless ground. Okay. That's the same number of syllables as Yukima. Right. Do so I have to go strict 17 or can I play with it? No, like you, the can, play with it. you can play with it. You can play with it. And I'll says. type it and I'll type it as you go. Okay. Um, uh, wait, let me just confirm. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Patch of ground without snow. That is March. Are you okay with March? Uh, March is fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, give it to me. So I think my first instinct here, we have to open with a, what's it called, the the beginning the setting, the setting, okay, and with the with the with the separation. So we're gonna say, um, I guess we'll just go with like a new beginning. Oh, a new beginning. A new beginning dash. Okay. Hold on, hold on. A new beginning. That's five. Dash. Um, <laughs> like the like a butthole clean of any debris. Butthole clean. A butthole clear. A butthole <laughs> clear of debris. That's seven. Butthole, but a butthole clear of debris. Yeah, okay. that's seven. <laughs> And then, you're an artist. Like the snowless ground. No, that's a simile. You can't do a simile. Oh, so sorry, sorry, sorry. A, um, uh, the snowless ground lay bare. Snowless ground lay bare. Got it. That's more. That's eighteen syllables. No, snowless ground. Snowless ground lay bare. Okay. Yes. Yes. Laid bare. Got it. Okay. Uh-uh. This is titled A New Beginning. <laughs> a New Beginning. A butthole clear of debris. <laughs> Snowless ground laid bare. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. So you have the Kareji in there All with right, the dash. I will be putting up like an yeah. inspirational quote background with that haiku on it on our Twitter this week. 
So look out for that. You can save it. You can make it your wallpaper. You can print out a poster of it. Uh, that'll be coming your way. So good. Um, here's a couple that I wrote. All right. This is called Amber. Amber baths of sunsets, leaves turning color, and cheeks turn rosy with mirth. Okay, this is not fair because you didn't have to use butthole. I didn't have to use butthole. So when you're done reading these, I'm going to give you one. Okay, that is my second one. Um, Oh, sorry, just the very You had amber just then. So so actually the the kareji was the comma and the kigo was the leaves turning color. Leaves, yeah. Um, The next one is entitled Warmth. Okay. Bountiful Harvest. Pumpkins, nutmeg, clove, warming spirits, and hearts. That's that's basic bitch fall. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let me title that basic bitch fall. Harvest <laughs> was the key go there. It also could have been pumpkins, cloves, etc. Pumpkins, spices, lattes, warming spirits, and hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Brown scarves, white shirts, <laughs> blue jeans. <laughs> Dirt road, blue jeans. <laughs> I want to go turn country songs into haikus, Andy. Instagram posts. <laughs> Bays of hail. Wait. <laughs> Bales of haze. Sorry. <laughs> Yikes, man. All right, give me one. All right, so you have to use the word. Um, I want you to use the word vomit. Gross. I don't want you to. You gave me fucking butthole. Your butthole's funny. Vomit's gross. Give me another one. Spew. (laughs) (laughs) I can do spew. Okay. You get spew. Okay. Talk Um, us through your process. um, What season are you thinking first? With spew, I'm immediately thinking summer. Okay. Um, um, Wait. No. Okay. No. Spew like steam. Like a steam engine. So... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it spews. Okay. So what, okay, where's on. the connection here? I don't know. I'm thinking I'm going to go I'm going to go dead of winter. Okay. I'm oh. going I'm going in You're a gonna train go yard. I'm going to No, I'm going to the train yard. I'm going old west. Hold on. Let me get Let me get my reference. Interesting. Um uh okay, winter uh, Snow. Oh, North Wind is one of them. Oh, Bro, come on. That's Soup that's is one money. of them? Soup is one, but chili ain't. They have fugu soup. <laughs> This is Anglerfish hot pot. <laughs> um, lightly pickled vegetables for soup. Uh, um, hibernation. Uh, okay. All right. I'm going to go with uh, the north wind. Okay. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, okay. So I have to use the word spew. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I have to put down the microphone for a second. Okay, and type I'll 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 talk through it. Um, so you talk to me. What you're uh, so what I'm you're thinking, thinking like here? A, like a, uh, dusty thinking dusty train, train yard, uh, something like that. Here's what I think he's going for. He's got spew. He's going with some sort of spewing or billowing of smoke, or or like from a fire. I'm guessing. Smoke. He's talking about a train yard, and soup. So he's like a he's like a like a 1920s hobo yeah. Yeah, yeah. living North in a train yard in the dead of winter. So he's going for that human environment interaction thing here for sure. North wind blows steam. North wind blows steam. Okay. From, From cauldron. Cauldron. Yeah, like the like 
Like the soup, like there's soup in a cauldron. Right, you're, you got bubbling soup in a cauldron. Um, and then I need to use the word spew. Yeah, you got to use spew. Um, so what do you have so far? Whistle, spews, steam. I have dusty, smoky train yard. North wind blows steam from cauldron. Furnace spews out west. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty artsy. All right, there you go. I want to take it. Sure. Um, You're in the cowboy era for yeah. sure. This town ain't big enough for two haiku. Big enough for the book publish. Nathan, do you have any questions for me? Um. I don't. We talked about the format. Well, we talked about two of the four masters, yep. uh, and which one? And the other two, honestly, don't care. Not invited to okay. the podcast. <laughs> uh, Basho and Issa, if you ever got the time, you're welcome on the cast. <laughs> All they got is time, baby. <laughs> welcome on the cast. All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for bringing the world of haiku to my attention. Yeah, here we go. Who knew it was that deep? Okay. We have a Gmail topic, old breeze pod. At gmail.com. That's too many. <laughs> no, that's five at the end. At gmail.com. Topical Breeze Pod. It is. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. We have a Gmail. It is Topical Breeze Pod at, at gmail.com. Haiku, baby. <laughs> Get wrecked, Basho. And if you want the inspirational poster of my haiku <laughs> that I wrote, I'll put that on yep. Twitter and Instagram. Can you give me a, can you give me, we're going to see this out. Can you give me a, a like a rustling breeze, like a, ready? A new beginning, a butthole clear of debris, snowless ground laid bare. Folks, that's all we got. I'm Andy. Oh, we love it. I'm Nathan. Yo ho ho! And a bottle. And thank you for listening. See you. Bye. Good till the very end. Um. Check. <laughs> Check. Check, please. Hey, sir, can we get the check? Check. Walked away, God damn it. Check. This restaurant sucks. Check. Please. You're playing a slow game of chess over check. There, or a fast <laughs> game of chess. <laughs> check. Check. Yo, did you hear about this shit with Magnus Carlsen? Oh, the dude that had the thing in his asshole? Well, allegedly. <laughs> we can't just be, you know, like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> if the beads don't fit. <laughs> He's going to write a book. If I did have that thing in my asshole, <laughs> this is how I would have done it. <laughs> yeah, this is how I. Yeah, I would have put it way up there. <laughs> so even if they started to get frisky, I keep it clean. I keep that motherfucking thing in me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I keep the motherfucking thing in me. Man, this is a crime. All right, you ready? Shall we? Let's hit it. Terrific. <laughs>